Bro, 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 bro. Daniel Bryan is the 9-11 of WrestleMania 30. <laughs> it's a joke, right? Oh, but yeah. out of context, that shit sounds terrible. Heel Nakamura is best for business. The uh, Nutcracker Prince or whatever you want to call him. I'm <laughs> all great. Ab- I'm all about That's it. A t-shirt. Well, he was right about this. Well, of course he was, man. He also predicted three other things to happen with that same prediction. Like... Bro, 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 bro. Say hello to the bald guy. And bow down to your king. This is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike Shooter Marcus, and with me, as always, the other half of this delicious duo. We're going to keep it short today. None other than the near-fall narcissist himself. King of Nerds, Mike Forrest. What's up, Mike? Uh, it's been a busy week, but I'm happy to be here. King of Buds. Let's talk some freaking wrestling. Yeah, let's just get right into it. We got a lot that. of stuff to cover, and let's. Uh, we're just gonna. We're going to do an early kind of look and rapid kind of quick takes on the uh, Super Show that's going down in Australia, because I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a good chance if we record this next week before the Super Show, that it's not done and ready before the damn show goes on live, so we better knock it out now, you know? Yeah, are we going to record? What time is that Super Show? It's going to start, I believe, Saturday morning at 5 a.m.? Wow. I think? Wow. So, yeah... That's a <laughs> wow, I, 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 and that's why I was like, we probably should just do this now because you know I might. Ca- I know how long is it going to be? Do we know? I don't. I don't have any information on that. I might catch a couple um, hours of it at the very least. I just know that there are times, especially since having the newbies, the twins. That uh, I am sometimes still working on the podcast at five in the morning. That's so true. I probably, we probably should go ahead and knock this out this week. So we're not going to break everything down. Of course, I, there are two matches in particular I really want to focus on. But let's just go balls for the wall predictions. Are you excited or are you not excited? And here we go. Triple H with Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker with Kane. Ah, it's like I know I'm supposed to say not excited or excited, um, but I I don't know. Like I'm not excited at all. You're curious because I'm curious. There, that's more it. Like I like I yes. do. I want to see the Undertaker hobble around a ring. Not at all. Um, do I care about Kane uh, hobbling ringside? Not at all. Uh, Triple H, cool whatever man. He's probably like my third all time favorite wrestler, but. Um, it's like whatevs. This match is I like when it, 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 yeah, you know, like this just isn't a Triple H match. This is eh, like Triple H match is like at WrestleMania, and he's taking on a young up and comer. I don't want to see him freaking try and go for 15, 20 minutes with um, you know, the dead man who's like you know, almost the dead man. And Shawn Michaels at ringside. Almost quite literally. Almost quite literally a, a, a dead man. Like, seriously. he's So, 
You could also call Kane the big dead machine because he's basically dead also. Um, he is a politician. And then there's Shawn Michaels at ringside. Uh, Whatevs. I'm curious, man. I'm not excited. I'm curious. Yep, yep. All fair statements. Uh, who you got? Taker. Taker doesn't fucking lose anymore except to Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair choice. Taker wins so this continues, right? I mean, because there's all that speculation, and we're not even going to touch on it, but let's just say there's speculation. Yeah, although uh, I could see a world where Shawn Michaels super kicks him so Hunter can get the pin. That's fair, but we can't Dave Meltzer these matches, Mike. No, it's we're not going to. We're not going to. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's, I see that as a possibility also. Alright, Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. Cena's making uh, a surprise, not a surprise appearance, but an appearance, you know, has not been on any of the shows for months now, so clearly Bobby Lashley and John Cena are going to take this. If this was a pay-per-view, I could see them, like, them losing, but since it's basically a glorified house show, the faces are winning. Yeah, for the most part, I would agree with that. Um... The Shield versus the Dogs of War. The Shield. Shield. This is going to be pretty much all uh, the faces are going to win. That's pretty much going to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty interested in this match as well. I think this has potential to be a match of the night. Agree. Uh, Bella Twins. There's a hot topic we're going to get to. Uh, and Ronda Rousey versus, uh, maybe the entire Riot Squad. Maybe. Maybe Ruby, uh, Sarah Logan, and a uh, villain. I don't know. Um, obviously Ronda Rousey and the Bellas. Yeah, I mean that one right there is like easy. The, Rousey's uh, in it; they're winning. Unless, nope. unless, nope, unless one of the Bellas eats the pin, and that's the reason that we might get maybe say a Nikki Bella Ronda Rousey feud. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But I, I would say it's a safe bet to pick Ronda's team. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Now, here's a question mark for you with these faces. Cedric Alexander, of course, is our champion versus hometown boy Buddy Murphy. Uh, there's an argument to be made for either. Cedric is a few weeks away from becoming the longest reigning cruiserweight champion and breaking Neville's record. I don't necessarily think, even though that whole situation is still murky, I don't think they look at it as a CM Punk situation where they absolutely need the record broken, so I wouldn't be surprised but to they, see Murphy win. But, they, but it's his hometown, so... Right, but they are mentioning... The time. Well, is the time being I don't know mentioned if they on are. TV or, I don't or watch that, 205 Live. Or, I don't know. Is that I saw guys it on like the internet. Us. Is that, that's, uh, it could just be guys like us talking shit on the internet. Right, okay. right, right, right. All right. Um, I don't know. Buddy Murphy, uh, he does really good work. Yes, and he, he does. over his time in NXT and the various tag teams he was in and his time in 205 Live, dude's built a real following. Not you know huge or anything but he's got a lot of people that seem pretty fond of him I, I could see him winning yeah I agree uh, we'll actually tie this into another match here I will hmm WWE really likes breaking records though don't they they do especially records that people that kind of like left and 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cedric this time. Uh, New Day are SmackDown Tag Team Champions in a championship match against the Bar. The Bar. The Bar. The Bar. The Bar. I saw this uh, meme the other day, and it was um New Day. The shield and the bar, and it said you have to break one up. Who do you pick? And I was like, obviously the bar. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Although I really bar. enjoy them together. I enjoy it. It's pro. It's the most enjoyable Sheamus has ever been to me ever. A hundred percent. I have a really good friend who's a huge Sheamus fan though. He's always like he's just misused, and I'm like I don't think he is misused. He's <laughs> oh, he just is not a dude that had longevity as a top guy. But so yeah, uh, definitely the new day. Agreed. Okay, the what I think is probably going to be a tag team going forward, and I don't mind it at all. Oscar and Naomi versus the Iconics. Again, hometown girls with the Iconics, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. This is an interesting one because they might be trying to build the Iconics to be towards this like women's tag team thing that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But which they might also be doing with Oscar and Naomi. Yeah, so I'm going with the faces again, Naomi and Oscar. Which brings me back to the Alexander Buddy Murphy match. I have again. I'm not trying to Dave Meltzer this. One of the Australian natives is going to win, so it's either going to be Buddy Murphy or the Iconics. Since I did take Alexander, I'll go ahead and take the Iconics on this one, just for the sake of radio. Uh, but I think it might be the other way around upon further examination of these teams. Uh. Women's championship match for SmackDown, our champion, badass Becky Lynch, against Charlotte Flair. I know we're saying the faces are going to win most of these. And maybe Charlotte does win. But, I do believe old Becky Lynch is going to walk out of this with the title still. I do so, I do. <laughs> She's the most over woman on the roster right now. Yeah, maybe she loses this match, but she's not losing this fucking title. She's so over right now. Yeah, and I mean, you hate to think, like, here we go, another thing where they continue this, because they're obviously going to fight at Evolution. I don't like to see titles flip-flop, so what I'd actually prefer is... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say a Becky Lynch win, but maybe with a DQ, but I see, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go down, but real quick, not to dive deep into this, but I hear a lot of talking heads in in the wrestling world saying, you know, they're screwed up. They still saying they screwed up by making Becky Lynch a heel, but we got to stop thinking about the heel stuff. And they're also saying like, they keep forcing it, keep forcing it and it's not working, but I still am under the impression that this is going to be a double turn. And 
if it is a double turn, then they're doing it perfectly because you got Charlotte still getting the spotlight even though Becky's the champ. I'd be pissed too, man. That's not a heel thing. That's a person thing, you know? Yeah, it's definitely. This is a personal thing, not a... So, you know, this, in my opinion, still sets up for a fabulous double turn. Maybe at Evolution. I doubt here. Probably at Evolution because that makes the most sense. So... I think one way or the other, uh, the story is developing well one way or the other. I just don't know where this, I, I hate to see the belt flip flop. So I got to go with Becky, man. Uh, yeah, same. Okay. Now these are the two that I want to break down the most. And then we'll start with the WWE championship. No count out, no DQ, no whatever. <laughs> AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe is assuming Joe can make it from AJ Styles' house in time. Uh, is there a chance, man? Do we see a title change on this show? Uh, like a major one like that. I mean, is it a possibility? We we don't think the women's is going. Their universal's not on. So, does the WWE title change? Does Joe get a shot, man? Um, I'm so torn on this one. I don't think he does. We're two weeks away from SmackDown 1000, which will be the Tuesday after the show, I believe. You could have it happen there. So I almost feel like... I just I don't, don't think he get... does. I, I, just I don't, don't want them to get into the territory of even though I don't think they are because I think this is a way different story it's playing out on television way better it's way more interesting than the evil Japanese guy kicking people in the ball sack that being said even though I enjoyed that that being said I don't want them to get in the territory where we keep having these two fight and nothing ever changes like eventually it has to get to the point where and Joe, you've had 10 shots. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So you almost need Joe to get this title off of AJ, even if it's for three days. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and definitely. And even if he won it at a later date, it's lackluster. It, it always is lackluster to me when someone has lost a lot of title opportunities and then they win it. Right. Do you remember right. when DDP was feuding with Mr. Perfect in WCW for the U.S. title. And it was mm, like... Vaguely. It was like DDP lost like seven matches to him for the U.S. title. And then finally won one. And I remember watching it and just being like, well, yeah, I mean, you had eight matches. Like, the law averages says you should get one of those. Like, <laughs> right. Like, okay. Right. Like, I was a big DDP fan, too, and I just remember being, like, totally unimpressed with it. Just like, well, yeah, man, you had eight flipping shots out of the course. You're right. bound to win one of them. So that always does, like, the person that wins it this justice also. Like, you didn't overcome. Losing a couple and then winning the third is overcoming a competitor that you've had a hard time with. Losing five, six, and then winning is just, like, well, man, you've had so many shots. Like, you should have probably won one of them. It makes you look sad. 
Yeah, I, I It's not like Kenny Omega um, finally overcoming Okada. It's, well, damn, dude, you had like 12 shots at him. You should have won one of them. Okay. Right. Cool. Yep. Roman and Brock was kind of starting to <laughs> – I'm not saying it was there, but I'm saying it was. It would have started to tiptoe that it, territory. It was borderline, and if we keep telling the story, it's a certain <laughs> – I mean, Roman won, so we kind of reset. But, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. The other match left – is the battle for number one contendership for the WWE Championship between Daniel Bryan and The Miz. This is a very interesting one for me because, honestly, I'm good with whoever wins because there's still potential down the line no matter who wins. So I almost think this is a match built for The Miz to win, don't you? Oh, yeah. This is a storyline match right here. And... This plays into the other match we just discussed because if the I don't know how these are going to go on the card, but I'll just throw this out there: if this is before the WWE Championship and the Miz wins, then AJ's retaining definitely. And I mean, I guess that's not necessarily fair because AJ could still get the belt back. But you get where I'm going with this, right? Because we're not going to put Joe against the Miz. That makes no sense. None whatsoever. Now, if Daniel Bryan wins, I think there's an even greater chance that Joe beats AJ, right? If Daniel Bryan wins, I think there's a pretty even chance for both of them to win. Daniel Bryan also doesn't change anything point. for me because, let's face facts, uh, DB versus the Phenomenal One is one of the few dream matches that's like out there that we can realistically have right now. It's... I mean that has WrestleMania written all over it, it too. It really to be quite does, man. Like so that's that's I could also see them doing it at like a lesser pay per view just to be like, all right, Marks, here you go, shut up. Or it could headline a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Truthfully, it could. So I guess SmackDown One Thousand. <laughs> I guess where do we get like? I don't even know, man. Who do you like in this match? Because I'm so 50-50 on the Miz Daniel Bryan thing because either way, we're the ones that win. Especially if, as we all think, and of course it could all change because, you know, sometimes you can think wrestling's super predictable. But sometimes the predictable shit is what's awesome. And I think the predictable thing to do is for the Miz to win, for... The Miz to then go on and defeat whoever is WWE champion at some point whenever. I don't know if this match is going to take place at Survivor Series. I don't know if it's going to be a a, a Raw or a SmackDown 1000. I don't know if it's going to be Royal Rumble. But whatever the case may be, the predictable thing is for the Miz to win the WWE Championship and for Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble. Yeah, I'd say that's the predictable and thing. And set up for another what we're all probably in the wrestling community considering a dream Wrestlemania match and that's one that is only a dream match if there's a title involved I, I because we it definitely needs I'm not saying it definitely needs a title but a title some matches a title just makes it so much more important for Wrestlemania this story needs a title yes it's because for just because of the does. way the story has been told, for this to hit the peak, it has to be WrestleMania. And I almost feel like Daniel Bryan needs to fail a little bit in the process, too, because Daniel Bryan's an awesome underdog. 
I mean, you look at Johnny Gargano and the Tomasa Ciampa story. Gargano went on a losing streak, and it kind of redefined his character. And I wouldn't mind seeing something similar. Maybe even Brian gets a shot at the Miz before well, he wins the Royal Rumble and loses. You know, something along those well, lines. Hold on, now we don't even have to have that because if Brian loses this match, that's what three losses now. And yeah, if you count Brie Bella we are, and the pin and we the are, tag, we sure. are. That's three losses, right? So the Miz already mm-hmm. has built-in verbal ammo. Like you can't beat me, Daniel. You've had three chances. You can't right. beat me. Very true. Very true. So uh, that's just my personal thought on that. So I think we just made the decision that the actual better winner is the Miz. Yeah, definitely. Because I can just picture him in the ring with the championship over his shoulder, dressed to the nines in a suit and tie, and literally saying, you can't beat me, Brian. Oh, yeah. With you that, can't beat with that me. belt draped over his Daniel. shoulder. <laughs> Title, kid. It's not a belt. Title, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But oh, just the picture of that, those sunglasses on him, taking those glasses off and staring in the camera like he does when he gets real serious. Oh, man. That's a wrestling boner. Just waiting to happen. Yeah, you know what? You know what I say that is? That, my friend, is awesome. Oh, well done. Well done. You're so good at this. <laughs> I try, I try. And, Mike, you know what else is awesome? The fact that we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what no other single wrestling podcast this week has talked about. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Hang tight. We'll be right back. Let the bodies hit the floor, Mike. That's what we were doing on Monday night, right? Man. Whew. <laughs> bodies were hitting something. Uh, well, I mean, knees were hitting faces, that's for sure. And the other thing that's for sure is you would think that it's never, ever, 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 ever happened in professional wrestling before, and that Brie Bella should possibly be crucified in front of the entire world for it. Yeah, man, motherfuckers do that though. They get all kicks. Do you remember that that like that year where Charlotte like accidentally hurt two people? And it was like I don't really Charlotte's dangerous to work with and blah blah blah. And then that, that year that Seth Rollins hurt two people. I do well, yeah, and we're gonna talk about that. But see, and see, you don't even remember the Charlotte one, man. I don't because I don't feel like the outrage was near what it was. Well, Charlotte is Brie. also Ric Flair's daughter and a fucking worker, and Brie is a diva. She's a remnant she of is. a by- bygone era, and that's the problem. Like, let's it, just call a spade a spade here, man. That's what the fucking problem is, right? Well, that's what I wanted to get into because I honestly. I honestly feel that that's all that this is. Okay, first of all, if you are living under a rock as a wrestling fan, uh, Brie Bella kicked 
Liv Morgan right in the face doing a set of yes kicks. Uh, see, I'm I'm with you on that, and we're going to get into that too. It was clearly an accident. I've actually seen talking heads. Uh, you know, I'm using air quotes. This is radio, so you can't see. This is podcasting. There's no visual, but I've literally seen wrestling journalists or wrestling experts talk and act like it was on purpose. Like, are you insane? Like, come on. It, you know, you can say a lot of things, but Brie Bella is not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's not aggressive to the point where she's purposely going to kick someone in the face. It's just not going to happen. Not out of malice. Not out of malice. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't think that really anyone on the roster would really like do that. I mean, not today, not now, not now. No, in the nineties, like would JBL lay into someone with Bubba Dudley? Sure. Yes. Perry Saturn. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Not today. Not today. You guys have a roster that's, that was like territory system days. You know what I mean? When you had mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. prove your. You were talking about a a time when it was a bunch of uh, unathletic, large drunk men slamming into each other for the most part, and there was this like set of unwritten road rules and being one of the boys. Now you got mostly ex college athletes that are just worried about like finding a place to work out and where they can get a healthy meal and it's not really a boys system. You got your little clique of friends right. and that's mostly how it is. It's it's not the right. same time. I mean, you don't you don't deal with problems in the ring like that and you certainly don't deal with them like on freaking national television like that. I Man, you deal with that shit off to the side now. That's how business is handled. Right. It's a completely different time. That's ignorant. If you want to call her out on being a shitty wrestler, have at it, son. But don't, but don't be dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, first thing I do want to touch on is where the responsibility lies. And the first thing I want to say, and I know it's been said, it's been said numerous times. Anytime there's an injury, but if fact is fact, and any pro wrestler will tell you, it ain't ballet. Okay, this shit happens. They're in a physical environment where you are play fighting in a stunt environment and shit happens, man. Like, you try to make contact without hurting the person. Well, shit's gonna happen. It, it, it is what it is. Especially when you're doing it night after night. Now, that being said, Brie Bella obviously has some ring rust and she maybe isn't the most technical uh, female on the roster or the most well-rounded or athletically gifted, or any of that. And I don't mean to throw shade at her, but it's just a fact. So maybe the combination of that plus the ring rust is a very bad thing for her right now. But it can happen to anybody. And I also... We're going to get heat for this, but I know you agree with me. I feel like Liv's partially responsible. Now... I know a lot of people are saying that's horseshit. I've heard people take that stance and other people tear him down. But, I mean, her body was swinging an awful lot on his kicks. Maybe Bree was really making contact and it hurt. I don't know. 
but I've never seen someone react or sell the way that she did. That and come on, man, they do the same amount of kicks every time. You got right. you got to know that last one's coming. Well, the last one, to be fair, and, and that's what people aren't mentioning. They're at, they're saying that Bree malicely hit her twice because even if the first one was an accident, she shouldn't have hit her the second time. But here's the thing: she might not have realized how hard she hit her she clearly that didn't. first time. She clearly didn't. And then when she went, because you, if I watched, I mean, I made a video about it. I watched the clip way too many times. <laughs> that last one, that last one, did not have nearly the steam on it that that one that caught her did. And I mean, Liv was out; she fell into her knee. This, this, the final time. You get what I'm saying? So it was a combination of her falling forward. Bree tried to slow down and didn't put as much mustard on it that people were saying it is. But I think the combination of the two going forward, or in the same direction at the same time, made that last one look even worse. Plus, Liv was out. So you've got someone who's asleep on their knees, falling forward into a knee coming at them even at half speed. It's going to look nasty. You know what I mean? Agreed. So, and I mean, the only, and like I said, I don't even want to put any blame on Liv, but I, I'm just saying, she, I've seen those kicks delivered how many times? Way often more by the Miz or Daniel Bryan, but, you know, I've also seen the men take them with a way higher base, not kneeling nearly as low, if you get what I'm saying. So there's more area to hit. All I know is, is it was a mistake and it was an accident. And I'm sure that Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan were probably pretty pissed. I'm sure that Liv was probably pretty pissed, but I don't think any of them, including Liv are going to blame Brie or hold her, solely responsible and hate her guts for the rest of her life. You get what I'm where I'm going with this, where everybody else in the internet wrestling community is crucifying this woman for making a mistake at work. Granted, it's a mistake that could kill someone or end her career. I get it. But guess what? No one said shit when Oscar knocked Emma out of a live event. Right. With a head kick. Okay. This happens all the time. All the time. No one lost their shit saying that Nakamura should go back to to Japan when he almost knocked Austin Aries' eye out of his fucking skull. And then, probably about six months later, came to the main roster and dropped John Cena on his head. Right. Nobody (laughs) said anything. Not a word. Nobody said anything. You You know what? You know what else? People didn't say anything when at the time possibly the best technical worker in the business, if not in the at least in the company, Owen Hart drops Stone Cold Steve Austin right on his dome. Right. Temporary paralyzing him and 100% shortening the possibly greatest superstar in the business, in the history of the business ever, possibly forever, shortening his career. Undoubtedly shortened his career. Nope. Like, undoubtedly shortened it. But, and granted... There was no social media at the time. But I've never once heard a fan say, man, that Owen Hart, you know, he should have stopped wrestling after he dropped Stone Cold on his head. Not one. Not one person has ever said that. Well, you know. <laughs> and it's because, and I have two I have two reasons for this. One, it's because, and you brought up Seth Rollins, who 
broke John Cena's nose and took Finn Balor out for a year and ended Sting's career <laughs> all within a span of like a year, right? Ended the Stinger's career. Right. Now, none of those guys held him responsible for that or had heat with him or was mad at him. But here's the thing. Seth Rollins, Owen Hart, Shinsuke Nakamura, Asuka. These are all fan favorites who are known workers and people rally behind. They're not a diva from a bygone era. And that, which you said at the beginning, is also my opinion. That's the difference, man. People are pissed that the Bellas are back, and now they have ammo. I don't even know if it's like they're pissed that they're back. It's Maybe they are. But yeah, it's just, oh, well, look, here we go. This is just the things we've been talking about. Well, and see, here's the thing. Here's my defense for Brie Bella. This woman's had, what, like a 10-year career so far? Yeah. And has she had, like, you know, Charlotte Flair, Oscar matches? No. Clearly not. But has she ever had a reputation for injuring people? No, she's never hurt anyone. Okay. So, she goes and she has a baby. She comes back. She might be a little timid. She's definitely out of ring shape. She's not as crisp. Uh, the, a woman's body changes after birth. I don't know if that's solely the reason. Things are different for her. Maybe she hasn't completely adjusted. And she made a damn mistake. Give the girl a freaking break. You know, I, I do I think that with the combination... And I also think the fact that she's had multiple issues recently. You know, the two debauched dives that she had a few weeks ago. Everyone's just palling it and palling it and palling it. But here we go again. You do a Bosch dive and you, uh, you know, get flack over it online. Now your self esteem goes down a little bit lower. You know, you clip Zelina Vega just a little close with that running knee. You know, your self esteem goes a little lower and it just keeps piling on. It's just like a batter when they get in a slump in baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's just weighing and weighing. And what I do think needs to happen is I think we need to just step Brie Bella back a little bit and say, Hey, look. Calm down, go down to the PC, spend a week straight there, work with some of the coaches, knock this rust off, and then maybe we, I don't know, change the moveset a little bit for at least until she gets over this hump that she, this slump that she's in. You get what I'm saying? Like, because, I mean, you can't sit here and argue. No one can call, no one can tell us that Brie Bella has had a career of being a dangerous worker. She hasn't injured anyone to my knowledge. I mean, could she be a danger to herself? Sure, I guess. I mean, she dives and lands on her head like she did last time. Sure, you can be injured. But they ha- it happens. And you don't want to see anybody get hurt. But she's also someone who's trained for this business. She's not a Charlotte Flair. She's not an Asuka. She is part of a bygone era and maybe she hasn't adapted like she's other girl these other girls have but i think she still has a place here at least for the i I don't think she's someone we should just roll up and put on a shelf you get what i'm saying yeah i mean she has fans she's like she's got two tv shows that people watch and a huge following huge following huge following like you know wrestling fans 
let's not take away that there's this demographic that she is huge in wrestling fans wives oh yeah like yep. like that demographic Brie has Brie and Nikki have that locked the fuck down mhm so there's always a demographic for them there's always a reason they have fans they're still immensely popular there's definitely a place for her and it's a really good point you brought because you never really think that a wrestler could have a slump but you can Everybody, yeah, anybody that does anything can have a slump. Like, it is what it is. So uh, that's something to think about. But yeah, there's definitely a place for it. Definitely a place for it. There's always going to be a place for the Bellas. Not always, but I mean, there's going to be a place for the Bellas for a while. You know, and give credit where credit's due. These are two women that started kind of in the middle of this whole Divas thing and have lasted past it. And especially Nikki, man. Nikki has upped her game. She's improved. She's, I mean, she was always better than Brie, but she's better than she was when she was better than Brie back then. Now, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. She has a better moveset than she's ever has had. She is... Quite honestly, I kind of enjoy what Nikki does in a ring. I've always felt a little off with Brie. I just don't think Brie seems to be that athletic. That being said, she's earned her spot, regardless of what anyone says. She's earned her spot in this business. As long as she clears these cobwebs and this isn't an ongoing thing, which, like I said, 10 years, I don't remember recalling her ever hurting anyone. This is the first time in 10 years. Give the girl a break. Let's see where she goes. And to be quite honest with you, man, like, if she steps away from the ring, I wouldn't hate seeing her with Daniel Bryan in a manager capacity at some point. Not all the time, but there from time to time. She can get involved. She can take a bump, you know, that kind of stuff. So she still has a ton of value with this company. I disagree with that last part. I would rather just see her, like, come back for the occasional appearance here and there. I don't. I don't need her full time on TV. If after she, I don't need her full time on TV. I'm just saying that's another option for her. I guess that is an option. You're right. <laughs> I guess the bottom line, Mike, here is everybody calm down. New shit happens. Accidents happen. You don't have to like the divas. I get it, dude. I, I accidentally it. kicked. Don't... I accidentally kicked my cat in the head yesterday. Man, he just likes to walk like in between people's feet. Like, and it happens to right. him all the time. He always gets kicked That's in the head. Cats are assholes. Right. So, um, like, is that my fault or his? Like, you know, he she knows that he's gonna get kicked in the fucking head if he walks between my feet. <laughs> is it my fault for just like not walking in a more safe manner, or is it his fault for you know basically putting his head in front of my foot? So, you know, it's hard to say, guys. And I love my cat, so it's not like. You know, I'm actively trying to kick him in the head. So, shit happens, guys. People and animals randomly get kicked in the head accidentally all the time. Calm down. It certainly is true that shit, it does happen. We're going to take a quick break, Mike, and we're going to wrap the show up. We're going to sweep up a little bit of dirt. And I'm going to talk to you about a funny interaction that I had with a know-it-all fan on facebook hang tight we will be right back and now a reading of the theme song to chippendale's rescue rangers 
as read by the Nearfall Network's own real one, aka Enzo Amore. You see, uh, sometimes some crimes they go slipping through the cracks. But, uh, these two, uh, gumshoes. Couple detectives? Couple detectives? They, uh, picking up the slack. There's no case too big. There's no case too small. When you need help, just call. Cha-cha-cha, Chippendale. Rescue Rangers. Ch-ch-ch Chippendale. When there's danger. No, no, it never fails. Once they're involved, somehow, whatever's wrong gets solved. How you doing? Fresh Prince. That's not Will Smith. Prince as in footprints. For those of you at home. Fresh Prince. Not since Watson and Holmes have two minds so fine looked under every stone. When you need some help to save the day, they're never far away. Cha-cha-cha, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Cha-cha-cha, Chip and Dale, when there's freaking danger. No, no, it never fails. Once they're involved, somehow, whatever's wrong gets solved. Grace guys, there's trouble. Bad guys, seeing double how you doing. When they're around, the chips are never down because one of them is named Chip. Cha-cha-cha-chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Cha-cha-cha-chip and Dale when there's danger. No. No! It never fails. So take the clues. Find the where's and why's and who's. Saxo. Just imagine that. Saxophone player right here. Grace guys, it's trouble. Bad guys. See you in double. When they're around, the chips are never down. Cha 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 chip and dale. Rescue rangers. Cha 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 chip and dale when there's danger. No no, it never fails. They'll take the clues. Find the ways. Wise and who's. Ch-ch-ch-chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Ch-ch-ch-chip and Dale. When there's danger. How you doing? Jesus, dude. I thought those chipmunks were storing nuts for winter. That was so fucking long. Oh my gosh, dude. I just kept scrolling. There's more like... There's like another whole like... Literally, like, I could say Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Chippendale, when there's danger, uh, like, eight more times. <laughs> but shit goes Good on God. and on and on. I would really got away from me. Yeah, okay, let's, let's go. <laughs> oh, I made you laugh. I made you yeah. laugh before I even started. That was awesome. 
so then I pull out and I look at her and like she's like laughing at me and, and she's like so, so are you fucking done you pussy and I'm like holy shit you got a filthy mouth for a 13 year old girl oh wait are we back we're back so we can edit that that, oh, so that no, was a joke. Have, and so then, ha ha, no you got there's not, You gotta let me get to the punchline. Um, <laughs> so, uh, who said something dumb this week? <laughs> King of Nerds, Mike Forrest. <laughs> oh, you're awesome. I love it. Right. So, anyway. Wrestling. I don't know if you saw it, Mike, but you know, I might have. I had a pretty fun interaction that kind of harkens back to last week's episode where we were talking about the uh, Crown Jewel event that's going to be taking place in November. Oh, is this on Twitter? Is this on Twitter? No, this was on Facebook. Oh, Uh, I usually catch your Facebook interactions. I did not see this one. Oh, maybe I saw a, post, a little bit of it. This is a post from uh, the Spotlight, which Pro Wrestling Spotlight on Facebook. They were saying that Dave, they were tweeting what Dave had tweeted about the Saudi Arabia thing and Crown Jewel, the Crown Jewel thing, and the this Dave. that and the other, and and talking about. Uh, let's see, what did he write? Someone asked Dave Meltzer, is the money being made in Saudi Arabia enough to blind shareholders to the hypocrisy? None of the four major sports would ever do this. Get the fuck and out of here. Dave said... None of the other four major th- sports let women play. Right. Well, Dave said, put it this way, if UFC was offered that money, I could see them going, but no way would they make their announcer spread to propaganda and turn the show into commercial for KSA. And they re- the, ne- the person replied, at the end of the day, WWE is getting the money. They are making the commentators praise the country so that the other countries also know that WWE will promote them. Also, if they go to that country, the people should have problems with the laws of the country, not us or WWE. And most replies to me, you completely forfeit your right to this claim of women's empowerment if you take money and then praise people who not only treat women as second class, but don't allow you to allow your women or other talent to appear based on race. Dave Meltzer. The di- race is not gender, you fucking dumbass, first of all. The, the Dave. say that. <laughs> gender is gender. Race is a uh, ethnicity or a skin color or however you want to look at it. But the women aren't allowed to appear because they have vaginas. Not because of what color the skin is, you idiot. Anyway, that's not what this has to do. I just always like to point out when Dave says something dumb. It's about the vagina, okay. not the color of the vagina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Dave... Personally, it's never really mattered to me. Anyway, <laughs> really continue. So I commented on this and just said, kind of bringing up our discussion last week, everyone who agree- agrees with Dave here... Don't ever eat at McDonald's again, because they are over there as well. So clearly, they are greedy. Well, this started a large conversation with a Derek Cardi, is his name. Uh, if you want to look him up and give him hell. Cardi B. Uh, Cardi, that is, Cardi D. <laughs> that is D-E-R-R-I-C-K. 
C A R T Y. I give names on Cardi D. Uh, the stuff. I don't give a shit. Anyway, he goes on to say the difference is that McDonald's isn't doing a women's empowerment movement. Like I think everybody, I I understand that WWE. Yes, they're pushing the women's revolution and evolution. They're doing this pay per view, but I don't think they should lose credit for that. Because they're doing a show in another country where women empowerment isn't even allowed. So why McDonald's? It's not America. So why McDonald's serving McRibs then? Right. If 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 WWE was pushing this, you know, women's evolution, and then booked a show in uh, a show in Madison Square Garden and said, "Fuck the women, leave them home," yeah, then you have an issue. Yeah. But they're not. You know, if they were going to Australia and they said, well, we don't want to spend the money to get the women there, now you have an issue. But that's not what this is. Anyway, uh, so it says, so this point is moot. It's like seeing a protester with a big ass sign saying smoking kills and protesting big tobacco just to go around the corner and light one up. That is not at all the same thing. Um, Not at all. (laughs) Also, smoking does kill. By the way, says a guy who's it's... currently smoking a cigarette. Like, <laughs> to just you can be well aware that something is terrible and harmful and be against it. Like, I'm against people smoking, but, you know, here I sit, like, taking in uh, this smooth, luscious blend of... Uh, uh, Turkish and American tobacco. <laughs> so, I, I'm going back and forth with this guy, and I just want to get to the funny... This was the funniest part of this whole thing. This conversation is very, very long, but I asked this gentleman, I said, so, as a businessman and owner... Uh, wait, let me see how I put this. Sorry. I, let me restart. I asked him, I said, so, what would you have them do? And I said, let's play a game. All things are as they are, but you make the call. You are offered millions to take WWE to Saudi Arabia a second time, but you still can't take the women. How do you handle it? And this is what he said. I say no. It's that simple. If that's their stipulation, I say no. There are plenty of other countries who will let let them perform without some asinine rule. Sami Zayn can't even perform there because of his heritage and beliefs. And I said... So as a businessman and an owner with shareholders to impress, always looking to make a profit, you would turn down a possible $50 million payday. And this this is his response. I would explain to shareholders the hypocrisy and the viewers and public would perceive and how it would be bad PR. Trick question. And that we... You'd never be in this position ever because you don't have the decision-making skills capable to fucking get here. Exactly. He goes on, and that we don't need that kind of stuff or take that kind of risk with this Fox deal we just got. This was my response. I don't mean to laugh in your face, but... (laughs) So you would explain to stockholders that you're going to pass on $50 million guaranteed profits because you might get bad PR. You will be laughed out of the boardroom. I have to assume that you're very young. You clearly don't know that money is the sole motivation in corporate America. Fox wouldn't be a risk either. They couldn't pull a contract over this. WWE won't get any bad press over this anyway. No more than a bunch of crying IWC smarts. 
Oh my gosh. I remember when I was young and had fucking like, uh, like a, like a, uh, follow fucking ideas about things and cared. Huh. Kids are dumb. Now I just, now I just want to make that bank. He keeps going on saying that, well, they got all this money from the Fox deal, so they don't need the extra couple bucks. I responded, so 50, so 50 million is a couple bucks. I said, scratch that. That's 50 million profit. I said, it's more than they made at WrestleMania this past year. It would literally be horrible business to turn this down. And then I said, I wish I could live in the naive world that you do and have it all work out. It just, and it goes on, and he's basically preaching the hypocrisy of it, but I just find it hilarious that he said he's 23. I don't believe him. Uh, there's no way this dude's that even, I mean, I guess it's possible because I am the old guy now, and some of the people that I work with and have trained are pretty stupid 20 year olds. Word. So I guess it is possible, but it's amazing to me to think that we live in a world where someone has, like, this is not a political podcast, Mike, but gosh, this is like a big majority of what's wrong with our society today is everyone just think everything's so damn easy and it's not how things work. No, not at all. And I mean, that's just the folly of youth. It is one of those things, man. You just believe that just people just did the right thing. Shit would always work out. But it's not how it is, man. The world's run on money and businesses <laughs> and that's how things work and you have shareholders you have to answer to things you have to do yep. and that's you have to make that money like Vince McMahon wouldn't even be in a position to have a company to take to Saudi Arabia if he couldn't make like we've heard about Vince and his decision making capabilities like this dude like doesn't care like he is ruthless he's a businessman that's what they do this is money like you wouldn't even have this thing to enjoy if this dude didn't make decisions like this or this thing to complain about whatever yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent you think Aaron Bischoff you think Bischoff would have turned this down not a chance you think Paul Heyman would have turned this down Paul Heyman would have tried to get triple the amount that Vince is getting and he would have possibly offered some women up for sacrifice. I'm just saying. And I, like, come on, guys! Like, you're complaining about the company that has done the most ever for women's wrestling, ever. You're complaining about it. Like, you're complaining yeah. about this. About this. Like, if it wasn't for them, there would like you would know about women's wrestling man you it would be an indie thing if it wasn't for new japan does a run it ring honor has women's wrestling okay right sure uh um <laughs> impact obviously but impact wouldn't even be doing it if wwe wasn't doing it man like this company is has done the most for women's wrestling yeah how often did you see a women's match on wcw let's be honest they had Medusa and literally did nothing with her for like three years. They literally brought her over to throw that title out in the trash. They had Elizabeth work a match. Which is a bad decision. That's an awful decision. <laughs> Alright, Mike, you want to sweep some dirt up? Because I got some interesting ones here today. Yeah, let's do it. 
Guess who we're going to start out with, buddy? We're starting out with old Handjob Jenkins. Yes, we are. This is an article from Ringside News. Uh, just a forewarning, guys, where I get most of this from, because they give the best material. Dear, Here we go. Terrible. <laughs> Headline. Uh, details on WWE-issued superstar insurance policies. I'm going to read this one for us, okay? <clears throat> one of the biggest complaints fans, wrestlers, and others have about WWE is the fact that they do not offer their superstars health care or pay for their travel. It was noted on Wrestling Observer Radio that if WWE started paying for the health care and travel, then WWE superstar paydays might go down significantly because the company weighs those costs into their contract. Uh, no shit. Guess whose pay is less because they pay for part of their health insurance? Mine, yours, and everybody else's that works that pays for health insurance. It's the way it goes. <laughs> it's just just how it works. It really is. But it must not it work turns like out... that ringside news on that Obamacare. <laughs> I guess not. It goes on. But it turns out that WWE superstars do get a company-issued insurance card as Brian Alvarez, that's another guy I like to punch in the face, as Brian Alvarez discussed on Wrestling Observer Live. Of course, there are restrictions of when the company needs to pay for what. Quote, Lance Storm was on the show yesterday, and he said that when he was in WWE in 2002, so we're talking 15 years ago, that WWE issued him an insurance card. Of course, people often talk about how WWE insuring the talent, which is spelled wrong, by the way. <laughs> Did they spell about, wait, wait, which was spelled wrong? Insuring? Yeah, it's, it's spelled insuring, okay. yes. <laughs> and saying that the talent should be insured. My understanding has always been that they aren't insured. But if anything happens to you, if you blew out your knee or you injured your neck or whatever, they would pay for everything, and then obviously you would be responsible for your own family. Well, as it turns out, everybody to this day is being issued these insurance cards. So my understanding is the way it works is basically what if what I just said. If you're issued an insurance card from WWE with your name on it, if something happens to you at a house show or a TV or a live event or whatever, and you end up going to the hospital, you show them the card and you don't have to pay for anything. Now, this is only supposed to be used for injuries suffered on the job. So, the article continues, the superstars apparently have more insurance than we first thought. It's interesting that WWE wouldn't promote this kind of thing. Of course, it only applies to when they're in a WWE wrestling ring, and they have to provide their own insurance for their family as well. But knowing they're at least 100% covered in the ring is something positive in that direction. I have to stop. That's the end of the article. And how did you not know this? Isn't this common knowledge? I don't know, man. I guess not. I, I I can't tell you where I've heard it, but I have been well in the loop for freaking years that they don't pay for shit if they get hurt on the job, man. Like, literally, that's kind of how corporate America works anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, do you think that, like, a football player pays for shit if they got hurt in a game? Right. Now, granted, it's a whole, whole different thing. Like, say, if I get hurt at work versus Seth Rollins knocking John Cena's nose off his face. That being said, like, you... How did you not... How are you writing for a wrestling site and you didn't already know this? Okay, there you go. That's the real thing. 
I might not have known that they actually had a card, but I 100% knew that if they were injured in the ring and taken to a medical facility, they weren't paying for shit, man. I didn't know they had a card. I coughed to that, but I knew they didn't pay for shit. I mean, this is borderline, like... Holy crap. Okay, let's keep on the Ainge Jenkins train. Good old hand job here, writing some, some uh, you know, real uh, groundbreaking news. Headline, WWE security snags anti-Roman rain sign at Raw in Denver. I'm not going to read this article, but first of all, all of this stuff about taking signs comes directly from fans, quote-unquote, on Twitter. So we have no way to actually prove if this even happens. That being said, I don't care if they take a sign off of a fan at, a, at, at, at any TV taping, okay? And here's why. For one, it's their fucking TV show. They want it to look a certain way. They can make it look that way. They have that right. They're filming a television show. Number two, if I'm sitting behind you and you hold up a sign, I'm going to be annoyed the entire damn time, and I'm going to be cheering when they take it off of you. I agree with both those points 100%. I mean, I think people forget that it's a television show, and presentation is part of a television show. And I I don't care if it's a pro-Roman like movement or whatever they're trying to push. If they don't want a Roman sign, a Roman sucks sign on their TV screen on a hard cam, which is probably where this was, then they have the right to pull it down, and you just have to take it. Yeah, they they that's the only side they care about. Let's be honest, they don't care about anything else. Right, and you know, as you know, I I stated on a comment I put on this post. It might not even have been the fact that it was Roman. Maybe they didn't want sucks on it, man. Even in the Attitude Era, they edited the, the U out on Suck It on the back of the DX shirts, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, maybe it's that. I don't know, nor do I give a shit. But all I do know is, they produce a television show, they want it to look a certain way, they're going to do what it takes to make it look that right. way. It's and like, you, you just have to deal with it. It's like, well, it's their show, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. I had a few other stories, Mike, but one of them popped up literally today, and I just had to. Is this to the one you sent me? To you. Yes. Oh, this is a good I one. I had to bring this to you so we could go over. We're going to wrap the show up with this, Mike. I think it's perfectly fitting to wrap the show up with this. This is from sportster.com. This is one of those sites that will put out like, ah, oh, top 10 wrestlers with heat and. 10 more that love each other you know that kind of thing <laughs> that's all their shit is too it'll be like it'll be like five running backs that were overrated and five that were underrated yeah 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 and be like six soccer players that aren't really Italian and seven that surprisingly are Syrian you know just stupid yeah, things that no shit. one really gives dumb a fuck shit. about five female wrestlers that are secretly hot and five that are secretly just okay <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this and of course admittedly I read a lot of these because their takes are just horrendous but when I read this I, I was just like Mike has to be aware of this. So I sent it to you, and here it is from from sports com. Ten current backstage wrestling leaks we hope aren't true. And ten we hope that are. And my problem with this article is while there are some that I I can see where they're coming from, some of the ones that they either hope are false or they hope are true are just like, do you watch the same show? <laughs> so let's go over these. Here we go. Uh... 
Number 20. They hope it isn't true. They're Randy Orton's headed back to the main event picture. I'll give them credit on this one. I'm a fan of Randy Orton. I like what he's doing with the Jeff Hardy thing. I don't need him in the main event picture. So we'll give him a slide on that one. All right. Hope this is true. Shawn Michaels is getting back in the ring. Uh, really? 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 <laughs> uh, like, you hope for this? Like, this is what you sit there and think, man, you know, wrestling would be just so much better in 2018 if Shawn Michaels was back on a full-time basis. Really? Okay, let's move on. Number 18. Hope this isn't true. NXT versus main roster feud. What? You Wait, you, you don't want to see that? I, I You know, I'll be honest. I didn't read a lot of the reasoning behind some of well, these. I, but this I, one... I, I, I did on most this of one them. This one I 100% read. And I was just like, oh my gosh, your reasoning's retarded. <sighs> The reasoning that they give, so you don't have to waste your time reading this article, everyone, ever, is because they feel like it will be rushed and counterproductive and give the NXT guys nothing to do after. Like, they're going to apparently just stay up there, right? <clears throat> the whole entirety of NXT. Like, it literally says, uh, moreover, the spirit of NXT is all about letting talent grow before they're under the main roster microscope. Rushing them into a main roster storyline could entirely could be entirely counterproductive. No, it wouldn't, you dumbasses. Because once the storyline's over, majority of them would probably be back on NXT television, and then they're back in their world where we love them. What the, like? I want to see and this. I've heard this rumor, have, and I'm all about it. Though I've gotten main roster fans who don't typically watch NXT will now they have will now knowledge. Turn in. Maybe not tune in, but they'll not have knowledge of them. So when they do get called up, they'll. Uh, be aware of them. It won't be like if you didn't watch NXT when Kevin Owens showed up, just decimated John Cena. You'd probably like, why? Who the fuck is this fat guy, and why do I care? <laughs> like, why is yeah, he out here fair, destroying fair. the unbeatable John Cena? Um, so there would be like you'd have a better uh, eye on some of these guys. You'd be like, oh, okay, man, this uh, a random name I'm gonna pull out. Velveteen Dream Guy. Like, he's okay. Like you, Then when he comes up, you'd be like, oh man, this dude was good, man. He feuded with Dolph Ziggler when he came, when they did the the, the, the war. So, it would be good to get fans' eyes on these guys and start to get an idea of who they are. Yeah, them saying that they are against this is like them saying, I totally don't want NXT to expand. I don't want any of the guys or girls on there to shine in a different light with a whole new audience, because F them. Like, that makes zero sense. Alright, next on the list, Mike. They hope this is true. That The Rock is coming back. Now, I'm a huge Rock fan. I am. And I would be lying if I said I didn't enjoy the occasional rock appearance here and there. But I never, ever, ever sit here and be like, again, even though The Rock can go, and I know he can go, I've never sat here in the last five years and thought, you know what, man, wrestling would be so much better if The Rock was just a full-time wrestler. Not once. Because uh, there's too much talent. Same answer as Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. I agree. A whole okay. lot of realies. 
<laughs> the next one. Hope this isn't true. WWE is grooming Baron Corbin for the top. Now, I can be hit or miss with this one. I don't mind Baron Corbin, although his mic skills are a little bit lackluster. That being said, I mean, they do this all the time. I, I don't know why you would hope against somebody, because I think Baron Corbin does have potential, especially now that he shaved his damn head. Definitely now. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems silly to hope against that. I mean, if you're not a fan of him, fine, but like to be a journalist and say... I hope against this guy's push. You know, you're kind of a jerk. Okay, here's the next one. Now, this this is a good one, Mike. Are you ready for this one? Yes. They hope that it's true that Daniel Bryan re-signed his contract. Oh, man, I remember this one. You think, guys? This one made me stop and go back and look at the date it was written. <laughs> Which was... Like the 18th. Ah, the 21st, oh, the 21st. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... The 21st is like the 18th, man. Like, that's, it's close that's enough. That's what I said. It's close enough. So, I mean, like, do you pay attention? I mean, you know that he's still wrestling for the company that... I guarantee you guys you know, had articles about this fucking contract at the end of August and beginning of September. Right. I guarantee it. I know you did. right. right. Okay, next on the list. Hope they they hope this is not true that Rusev is leave, leaving Aiden English behind. I mean, I think that's a matter of your fandom. If you really like the team of Aiden English and Rusev, which I do, but I mean, the storyline they're going with has piqued a lot of people's interest. So it's probably actually the better idea at this point, wouldn't you say? Teams it gives them both something to do. Yeah, teams always break up. Hope this is true. I'll get on board this, with this one. This is one of the few that they actually got right. Samoa Joe is in line for a WWE championship reign. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Okay. We'll give him one out of this 20 so far, right? No, Orton, two. Okay, we'll give him two. You're right. Okay, next one on the list. Hope this isn't true. Kane is retired from the ring. Same answer as Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and The Rock. Really? Like, I love Kane. I love the character of Kane. Kane and The Undertaker and everything that has to do with them and their story is some of the best stuff that pro wrestling has ever done. That being said, I don't need Kane on my TV anymore. I don't. They never did end that feud, by the way. <laughs> they just one day just didn't weren't mad at each other anymore and started being a tag team so something to think <laughs> okay. about we'll, we'll, we'll give them one more here hope this is true a big push for Big E yeah I can get behind that cool. surely I could 3 out of 20 Yeah. Yep. 3 out of 20 here's another one you ready for this always hope this isn't true Bray Wyatt gets a new stable uh, that, I'll give that one as a matter of opinion Hasn't Bray Wyatt's best work been when he's been with a stable? Yeah, man, but it could be a matter of opinion. Like, like this is a matter of opinion. I, I guess, man, but, like, the way they worded it at the end was I didn't, they said... I didn't read this one, so... 
they basically said that in their I I don't even want to say in their opinion, but they basically said that he will pull pull whoever he's with down, and I think that's a really unfair thing to say. Yeah, has, has Harper and- has Bray Wyatt been setting the world on fire? No, but he's a former WWE champion. He's a former Raw and SmackDown tag team champion. Correct? Mm, yeah. I mean, he's been doing shit. It's just has been inconsistent. Uh, so, I mean, I don't think he drug Randy Orton where? down. I don't think he drug Lou Harper down. He certainly didn't drag Braun Strowman down. So, where are we getting this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> again, matter of opinion. I just think. Okay. <sighs> We're more than halfway through this list, Mike. Hope this is true. A horsewoman. Verse horsewoman program, of course they're talking. Four twenty. MMA horsewoman, wrestling horsewoman. I'm good with that. I'll give them another one on that one. I, I can. I don't know that I hope that it's true, but I'm for it. I hope so that it's true. I mean, if it if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be heartbroken. But I, I'm more for it than against it. So we'll give them this one. Next one talks about what we took. This see this right here is just tied right into this negative fan reaction to the Brie Bella botch. Hope it isn't true. The Bellas are back full time. I mean, we're just hating on these people who gave us everything they could while the division was really just a shadow of what it is now. They were still there, they were still doing work, and they were still entertaining people. If they're back full time, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I mean... They're not going to... They're not going to outshine anyone. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I see the argument for this one. I'm not going to give them that one, man. I'm not going to give them that one. I, I'm I not saying we can I give it, but I can see the argument. I can see an argument. I'm not, I don't want the Bellows back on a full-time, full-time basis, but I don't have any problem with them being involved in wrestling right now, especially with Evolution coming up. I mean, you you couldn't disagree that they deserve to be a part of that, Certainly not right now. With Evolution coming up, they need to be active. Okay, this is another one just... just, Hope is true. Big Show will be back for an international show. Uh, Big Show's... Big Show's great from back in the day, man, but uh, he's just right on the lines with Kane right now, in my opinion. I don't need him on my TV. That being said, I'd rather him be a part of some big super show overseas than be on Monday Night Raw. But I mean, I'm also not gonna lose sleep if I don't ever see him on my dele- on WWE television anymore. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Everything you said was so on point. Number six, hope it is not true. Brock Lesnar has more matches with WWE. What? They said, yeah, sure. He. He ate up the universal title picture, but... Yeah, I mean, he's... How can you not want Brock Lesnar on your television? He's got a lot of usefulness. (laughs) I mean, just a little bit. He's the most legit badass they have on the roster. Maybe you've ever had. And he's one of the biggest money draws right now, regardless of what anybody wants to say. Except for Ming, who my understanding is he's probably more badass. Well, I, currently. Currently, yeah. I said ever. You know, I said maybe ever. <laughs> Number five. Hope is true. 
Dean Ambrose will betray the Shield. Um, I'm lukewarm on this. I don't care either way. Uh, it's the obvious thing, so I'm not a hundred percent for it. That being said, a heel Dean could be a fun Dean. Yeah, it's whatevs. Um, I maybe will give them this one. You're not going to give them this one. Hope it is not true. Bailey is turning heel. Haven't we all been screaming from the rooftops we wanted Bailey to turn heel? Yeah, this one's dumb. I saw this one and was just like, oh, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this is true. Rey Mysterio is returning to WWE. It is true. Oh, it's damn true. And based on the date of this article, they may have been behind the announcement that he did sign a two-year deal. So I don't want to crush him on that one. And obviously... Rey Mysterio being back is the exact opposite of Shawn Michaels returning, or The Rock returning, yeah, uh, or Kane returning. We'll definitely give them this one. Yeah. Alright, number two. They hope it isn't true that Matt Hardy is done. Um, I can give them that one only for the fact that I enjoy Matt Hardy, I enjoy his work. That being said, if he's a legit as injured as they're saying he is, then I do hope he's done because I want him to enjoy the rest of his damn life. Yeah, but I, I get it as like a fan of Matt Hardy don't want him to be done. Right. Yeah, super. Right. Yeah, we'll give him that one. Also, there is a new rumor. Uh, I just saw this before we uh, uh, started recording, Mike, that Matt Hardy may be writing, producing, and filming a Hardy Compound Halloween special for the WWE Network. Oh, please make that true. Which literally sounds like the best thing I've heard in wrestling news in like a long time. Oh, that would be magnificent. <laughs> I think so. I, and literally, that might be the best way for this whole thing to continue, in, in, I mean, in my opinion. It sounds so outstanding. <laughs> All right, Del number one on this list. Even. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, we got to give them this one, man. This is the one that I can 100% back their feeling on. They hope that it's true that Paul Heyman joins the writing team. Yeah, okay. So we'll give them like seven yeah. with the possibility of eight. Out of 20. Out of 20. <laughs> but we almost should subtract points for some of the ones that we don't give them that were so horrendously bad, like the Daniel Bryan, uh, <laughs> like longing for another Kane match. I, I just, I mean, I don't know if I can get behind that at all. Not a single bit. <laughs> oh man, Mike, I think that covers literally everything that I have for us. Anything you want to say? Coming soon to the near fall network. Shoot at the mothership. An in-depth dissection. Uh, WCW Saturday night. Home of the mothership here on TBS at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, baby. With the Near Fall Network's own shooter and its sister, sh sister show. Feeling the burn. A comprehensive review of WWF slash E. Sunday Night Heat with the Near Fall Network Sun Shooter. Coming soon, right here, on the same podcast network, same podcast channel. For you, the fans. <laughs> that's all we got this week, guys. 
That's all I have. Uh, I'm working on no shows, Mike. I really am. Silence is confirmation. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the whole reverse psychology thing. He's working on it, guys. He told you. Yeah. It's totally going to be here. Keep up on it about it. Yeah, yeah that he yeah. said it's, he's working on it. It's, it's going to be a thing. Like, in at least 10, 12 years, it's going to be it's a gonna thing. It's going to be a I thing, promise. guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely alright Mike I got nothing else it's been an awesome talk I say it every week guys it's been real it's been fun we will catch you next time you guys are beautiful we love you have a great week thanks for nothing you're dismissed bye bye